Well, we get sent, uh, sorry, my name's Jan, I'm on the staff team here. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Uh, we get sent a little uh, running order of the service, which has lots of timings on, which we never keep to. But I thought it was a bit, a bit much this morning when I saw how long they'd given me for my talk, which was 20 seconds. Now, <laughs> I'll try not to go on too long, but I think it will be a little more than 20 seconds. So, in the uh, Sunday morning talks this term, the uh, adults have been thinking about encounters with God, people in the Bible who met with God at important times in their lives, people who talked to God and who heard him talk to them, people who learned from God. And we're going to continue that theme this morning. We're going to be looking at Daniel. But before we do that, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions about prayer. So the first question is, when are some of the times when you pray? Now, Andy, who's my glamorous assistant here, is going to, uh, is going to take the mic out. So if you can tell me sometimes when you pray. I hope some of you pray sometime, otherwise this, this is going to be very short. Who's going to be brave? Okay. <laughs> I pray on my way to work. Way to work, brilliant. I pray on the bus. On the bus, good idea. Anybody pray at any different times? Any of the children like to tell us when they pray? Oh, Jenny over here. Hmm. Emily's pretending you don't exist, but she prays just before we go to bed. That sounds like a very good time to pray, just before bedtime. Any other times? Anybody pray before meals? Say grace. Yep, a few people. Yep, good. Do pe- any of you pray in church? Yeah, 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 good, good. I'm pleased. Yeah, any other times? Well, okay. There's lots of times when we pray. Any time is a good time to pray. But when we think about it, we don't always pray at all those times, do we? So the next question I'm going to ask, sorry, Andy, you don't get to sit down for very long. Uh, The next question is, what are some of the things that stop you from praying? Why why might you not pray? You might have to be quite honest here. Got somebody brave here. (laughs) Oh, we've got Katie over there as well. When I'm tired and I'd rather sleep. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can certainly relate to that one. Sometimes we just feel too tired, don't we? There's Katie's got one over here. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if I get distracted by the television. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. And Chris? When I'm angry. When you, yes, sometimes we just don't, when we don't feel in the right emotional place to pray, do we? That's, uh, that's a really good point. Okay, well, not to worry. So there are lots of reasons why we don't pray, all sorts of things that stop us. But as I said, today we're going to be looking at Daniel. And Daniel actually had a really good excuse not to pray, as we'll find out. But actually, he didn't let anything stop him from praying. Now, Daniel prayed three times every day. Read about Daniel in the Old Testament. He lived about 600 years before the time of Jesus. 
And along with lots of other people from his country, Daniel had been taken prisoner and he'd been taken into exile to live in another country, a place called Babylon. And there's a whole book of the Bible about Daniel. You can read about how he and his friends had lots of adventures. So we're going to hear a story from the book of Daniel shortly. But at the time that this story takes place, Daniel and his friends had been living in Babylon for actually many years. And despite life being quite difficult for them at times, they'd been faithful to God throughout it all. They'd worked hard and they'd done really well. They'd showed themselves to be honest, to be hardworking and reliable. And in fact, at the point that this story takes place, Daniel had just been appointed by the new king Darius as one of the three most important people in the whole kingdom. So the king really trusted him and he'd given him a lot of responsibility. But because Daniel had done so well, that had made some of the other people very jealous of him. And they thought of a rather clever way to try and get rid of him. So they went to the king and they said that they'd all agreed that the king should make a new law. And the new law would say that for 30 days, for the next 30 days, no one was allowed to pray to any god or any human except to the king. So they could only pray to the king. And that anyone who didn't do that would be thrown into the lion's den. You see, they knew that Daniel would still want to pray uh, to God and that that was going to get him into trouble. So the king agreed to that law and they insisted that he write it all down and it became one of the laws of the Medes and the Persians. And the important things about the laws of the Medes and the Persians were that these were laws that could never be changed So Simon's going to come and do our reading now, and we're going to hear what happened after Daniel heard about the law. Um, He's going to read the story from the Bible, but I need your help in telling this story, please. So whenever you hear the word Daniel, because Daniel prayed a lot, I'd like you to do this. So can you give us a, a practice? Daniel. Okay. When you hear the word king, I'd like you to bow and say, your majesty. Okay, should we practice that one? King. Your majesty. When you hear the word lions, I'd like to hear the biggest roar we can possibly have. Okay. Lions. Sure you can do better than that. Shall we try that one again? Lions. (laughs) It's a bit better. And if you hear the law of the Medes and the Persians, I'd like you to say, which can never be changed. Okay. The laws of the Medes and the Persians. Which can never be changed. Okay, over to Simon. He's going to do our reading now. When Daniel, a bit slow, heard that the new law had been written, he went to his house. He went to his upstairs room. The windows of that room opened towards Jerusalem. Three times each day, Daniel, better, got down on his knees and prayed. He prayed and thanked God just as he has always done. Then the men went and found Daniel. They saw him praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king. 
They talked to him about the law he had made. They said, didn't you write a law that says no one may pray to any god or man except you, our king? Doesn't it say that anyone who disobeys during the next 30 days will be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, yes, I wrote that law. And the laws of the Medes and Persians... Then the men spoke to the king. They said, Daniel is one of the captives from Judah, and he's not paying attention to the law you wrote. Daniel still prays to his God three times every day. The king became very upset when he heard this. He decided he had to save Daniel. He worked until sunset trying to think of a way to save him. Then the men went to the king. Remember our king, the law of the Medes and the Persians. So king Darius gave the order. They brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, may the God you serve all the time save you. A big stone was brought. It was put over the opening to the lion's Den. Then the king used his signet ring to put his special seal on the rock. This showed that no one could move the rock and rescue Daniel. Then king Darius went back to his palace. He did not eat that night. He did not have any entertainment brought to entertain him, and he could not sleep. The next morning, king Darius got up at dawn. He hurried to the lion's den. <laughs> As he came near the den, he was worried. He called out to Daniel. He said, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God that you always worship been able to save you from the lions? Daniel answered, oh, sorry. Daniel, (laughs) my king, live forever. My God sent his angel to close the lions' mouths. They have not hurt me because my God knows I am innocent. I never did anything to wrong you, my king. King Darius was very happy. He told his servants to lift Daniel out of the lion's den. Then so they lifted him out and did not find any injury on him. This was because Daniel had trusted in his God. Well done. Give yourselves a round of applause. I think there are lots of things that we can learn from Daniel. Um, I'm just going to give you a minute to talk to somebody near you and see if you can think of anything you can learn from that story. If you're at home and you're with somebody, have a chat to somebody you're with. And if you're on your own, just have a think for a minute. So I'll just give you a minute to talk about that. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. So, any ideas? Any, anybody learn anything from that story? I'm going to send Andy round again. Oh, over there. Thank you. 
that if you're in a position of authority, you need to be careful about the laws you set because obviously the king was really upset that this law was going to uh, really mess up Daniel, uh, whom he loved. Thank you, Grace. That's really, really important. Yes, uh, an important lesson for people who've got authority. Be careful about the rules and the laws that you make. Anything else that we can learn from that story over here? Daniel must have really trusted God because he didn't show any fear and the lions would have picked up on his fear. Thank you. So yes, an important lesson about trusting in God. Anything else you learn from that story? Okay, well, I'll tell you what I learned from that story, shall I? I think there are lots of good lessons, uh, as with anything in the Bible. There's lots we can learn from it. Um, But I want to focus on just one thing. Uh, You remember I asked earlier, what are some of the reasons why we don't pray? And I don't think any of us have such a good excuse as Daniel had. He knew that if he carried on praying, he was going to be quite literally thrown to the lions. Now, I don't know about any of you, but my reasons for not praying seem a little bit insignificant compared to that. But Daniel had actually built up over many, many years a good habit of praying. Uh, It wasn't new to him. He'd learned to trust God as God had rescued him from other sticky situations. And he was right to trust God because, once again, God rescued him. Now, I think Daniel's life shows us how important it is to build a good habit of prayer in our lives. Daniel prayed three times a day at the same times every day. Now, if if you've not got a good prayer habit already, three times a day might be a little bit ambitious to start with. But it's really important to try and find at least one time every day to pray. For me, because I'm a morning person, that's first thing in the morning. But I know other people like to pray at night or maybe in the middle of the day. I know the children are taught a lot about praying using chat and catch in their groups. Uh, Some of the grown-ups have been reading this book, Be Still, A Simple Guide to Quiet Times by Brian Heasley. Or we've been doing, um, there's a course online that accompanies this, and some of us have been doing this together. But all the material is there online if you want to have a look at it. It's from the people who are behind the 24-7 prayer movement. And it seems to be helpful both to people who are quite new to prayer and also to people who are more experienced. Some people find the Lectio 365 app. It's an app that you, you can put on your phone, and it's also from the 24-7 prayer organisation. Um, And recently, they've launched a similar app that is for families. And I'm hoping we can show you a little video about this now. Finding quality time to pray and read the Bible with your family is hard. Lectio for Families can help. Lectio for Families is a free devotional app from 24-7 Prayer that enables families to read the Bible and explore faith through conversation and prayer together. It includes daily Bible readings, a weekly memory verse, engaging questions to pause and talk about together, and ideas for reflection and prayer. Lectio for Families can be used wherever and whenever families are together. At the dinner table, in the car, 
out walking or even at bedtime. Parents can download the app onto a mobile device for free. Then families can choose to either listen to the audio content together or read it by passing the device to each other. Lectio for Families is simple, but it really works. It'll help your family grow in faith together as you practice the presence of God in simple, creative ways each day. The Lectio for Families app is available to download now. Thank you. So I think that looks quite good for families. But the original app um, I've used for quite a while and I find it, I do find it very useful. Uh, there's one for the mornings and then there's a shorter one for the evenings as well if you want to use that. So Daniel established a good habit of prayer and he didn't let anything stop him from praying. He made it his top priority. Now that's quite a challenge for us when it's easy for our prayer times to be squeezed when we're busy or when we're distracted and having fun doing other things. But when something becomes a habit, when we do it consistently day after day, it's much more likely to survive the busy and the difficult times in our lives. I don't know about you, but brushing my teeth in the morning is a habit. And I'm, however busy I am, I don't forget to brush my teeth because it's so much of a habit. So I'd like to end up by inviting you to pray with me now that God will help each one of us to establish some good prayer habits in our own lives. So let's pray. Father God, thank you that you are always there to listen to us. Thank you that you listen to Daniel when he asked you to keep him safe. But thank you that we can trust you to listen to our prayers too. And we pray that for each one of us, you would just challenge us about our times of prayer. Father, for those of us who are, who've not got a regular habit of prayer, I pray that you'd just nudge us to, uh, to make that a daily habit. Pray that you'd give us the, um, the determination to do that. And for those of us who have more established habits of prayer, pray that you would challenge us too to go deeper in prayer, perhaps to pray at a different time of day. Let's just be quiet for a minute and just give God a little bit of space uh, to, and let's try and catch what he's saying to us. He might be challenging us about praying at some particular time of day.